Hey everybody, this is GRE Bytes. My name is Davis. I'm an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're here to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. For more information, check us out at stellargre.com. Okay, so today, you know, we're, we're recording this in uh, August 2022. There's the war in Ukraine, there's inflation, there's economic instability. Um, and then just also in general, so specifically for this time, but also in general, like when's the best time to go to grad school considering the larger picture and things happening in the world? It's an excellent question. I think that right now is actually a great time to go to grad school. Do explain. There's a number of very simple economic reasons behind that. When we're in a bull economy, when there's lots of money, when economy is robust. Now, that is not the time to go to grad school. That's taking yourself out of the job market. It's reducing your lifetime earnings because the getting is good in, that, in those moments. The, the currency is flowing, as it were. You don't want to take yourself out of that situation to prepare for that moment. It's a good moment for action. By, this, by the other token, it's like if market conditions are poor, if hiring is stagnant, if you're in a bear economy, it's often a good idea to kick the can down the road in a few years. If you can go back to grad school, learn some skills, increase your future saleability by having a graduate degree, then hopefully in one to three years, if you're getting a master's, the economic conditions will have improved and you will be in a better position to make good use of those conditions. So, so, okay, let me just get this straight. So in general, you're uh, fresh out of undergrad. You're looking at your options. If you have already a marketable skill that can enter the job force in a, in a moment of, uh, you know, national or global economic prosperity, go jump in the job market and, and defer your future education for a little bit just because, the, the get, like you said, the getting is good. Well, I would say that if you have a marketable skill that you can profitably leverage in the market, regardless of what's going on globally, you should take advantage of that. Because the whole point of grad school is to prepare you for that. And if you can get it without going through the preparatory phase, so much the better. You're not going to, you're going to save years and hundreds of thousands of dollars and you can cut right to the chase. Mm -hmm. And there are opportunities for folks like that, even during recessions, even during a bear market, because it depends on individuals and skill sets and, and things like that. There's always going to be opportunities. There's just fewer opportunities mm -hmm. uh, on the whole when we're dealing with a recession and a, and a bear market. But then in this case, when we're dealing with the recession and bear market, if there are people on the fence who would like to go back and, as you're saying, increase their skill set, continue their education, prepare themselves for higher earnings later, this is the time to do that. Sure, because it's not a very favorable time to enter into the job market. There's another great reason why now is a great time to consider grad school, which is grad school is at a discount. What do you mean? Grad school is on sale, my dude. That because of student loan interest rates or what? Is Correct. So okay. most people are going to be taking out student loans in order to go back to grad school. And student loans, I think, are fixed at around 6.5%, which is high, but not as high as, let's say, credit card debt, for instance. Um, so you should always be, uh, folks should be very cognizant and prudent about taking on hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt at 
you know, a six to 7% interest rate. Mm -hmm. That said, by recent estimates, we've surpassed 8% inflation. And it's going closer, you know, it's going up to 10%. Mm -hmm. So if inflation is outpacing interest rates, then basically the money is on sale on some level. Like mm -hmm. if you don't take out the debt, your money will deflate its value faster than the interest will accrue. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah. Okay. So... You also don't have to pay the loan back right away. So hopefully in a few years, interest will have, I mean, uh, inflation will have gone down. So that your money will be worth more later exactly. to pay it back as opposed exactly. to right now. Um, so student, student loans and, and how does this work with like, uh, are there any government incentives for student loans or grad school? Does that fluctuate over time? There are a few. Grad school um, interest rates are fixed. For grad school, is that the same for undergrad? No, undergrad is different. Yeah. So grad, they call them grad plus loans. Okay. And when I was in grad school, they were fixed at around 6.5%. That mm -hmm. may have changed, but I do know that they are fixed. Mm -hmm. There are some incentives in certain professions for loan forgiveness. Like, for example, I got my degree in psychology. If I were to have worked at certain, let's say, community mental health centers for a certain amount of time, then they would have forgiven the remainder of my student debt because it's sort of like a public service. There's also always the military. I was tempted by the military as well. They often pay for higher education. The, the military offer was phenomenal. So yeah. I, I was now close to $100,000 into debt, and they said, we'll just make it go away. We yeah. can just push a button, yeah. and that debt, no one has to know about it. You pay for it with four years of your, well, you could, yeah, four to eight years or whatever of your life. Potentially more, yeah. And you might be deployed, and you don't have yeah. a lot of control over that. I mean, it's the military. Yeah. You, you kind of give over a lot of your rights and freedoms uh, to enter into that organization and to serve um, its interests. But it was also a six-figure salary. It was an officer commission. I yeah. mean, it was, it was pretty sweet, and I did consider yeah. it for a while. No, I have, I have, I have personal uh, friends, one really close, who went straight out of undergrad into the military to to pay for his undergrad student loan, uh, and he ended up going into officer training and ended up with eight years, but was an IT uh, officer, so he avoided active by by the grace of his circumstances. It can be a good option for yeah. some people. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. putting down the military here. But it's interesting that you bring this up about the timing of when to go to grad school as a consideration for making the choice to go. So in my understanding, it's like, you know, you're coming out of undergrad and you could just have academic inspirations, aspirations. You want to study and arrive at the peak of your field of interest. You have, uh, you know, kind of just like, well, there's nothing else to do. Like, can't get a job, so let me go continue school, kick the kick it down the road, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And then there's also looking at grad school seriously as as a as, as a resume builder, as a toolkit to, to to make your future marketability in the job marketplace uh, as high as possible. And that's an interesting. That's the best reason to go back to grad school, in my opinion. The first one, not so much. I usually tell folks who want to pursue their passions to get a library card because they can do that for free on their own time. It's true. And it's true. not necessarily 
surrender years of their lives and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, following your passion, to my mind, is not a sufficient reason to go into grad school with all of its liabilities. The second one is good. Uh, it's better because you're basically hoping for better economic fortunes in the future. Mm -hmm. Now, it's interesting because, I mean, we're talking about grad school could be a, ma a one-year master's program or yeah. it could be like an eight-year PhD. PhD program, right? Yeah, and, and the hundreds of thousand dollars uh, price tag is usually for like a quality grad school or is that just kind of a general across the board no matter? You'd be surprised. The, the top-ranked programs are in most disciplines are not much more expensive than the 50th ranked programs. Okay. Grad school is, it's a racket, man. So Every the GRE really matters to get into those top levels. The GRE does really matter because those are the programs that will probably never waive the GRE requirement because they have so many applications. The GRE requirement has been waived in recent years, but usually for lower ranked programs who are kind of desperate for enrollment. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to remove the obstacles for the applications. But Stanford, Harvard, they're they're never going to be at a loss for interested people. Mm -hmm. And so they will almost certainly always require the GRE because they have to find a legally defensible way to reject otherwise qualified applicants. Mm -hmm. So that's just how it is. But it's interesting because uh, this could be a one-year ordeal. It could be a seven-plus-year ordeal. And now you have to have considerations over the course of a lifespan because it's one thing to spend, let's say on average, five years of your life in your 20s preparing for your career mm -hmm. versus in your 30s versus in your 40s. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So there is some flexibility to defer grad school for a, a good economic moment, but there's generally a window that I mean, people can go back to school at any age, but on the whole, people don't because mm -hmm. they use grad school as a springboard for their career and the middle ages of their life is when they get to reap in their harvest. They've done their preparations when they're younger. That's generally not the best time to be preparing. You should be, you should be reaping what you've sown at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that's why the vast majority of people go to grad school in their 20s, which mm -hmm. kind of makes sense. So if you're a 20-something and you're considering it, you have some flexibility. You don't necessarily have to go this year if the larger economic forces don't make sense, but you probably don't want to defer it six years. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit of a gamble. Yeah. But right now, the financial situation time. is so bad that it will probably improve in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's like regression towards the mean. Inflation is at record highs, so it's, it's unlikely that next year will be even higher. Mm -hmm. It's most likely that it's going to come down. So this is the time when money is basically on, on sale if you can invest the currency into a fixed interest rate mm -hmm. that is lower than inflation. That makes Hopefully a lot of that sense. Makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. I appreciate your time explaining this topic. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week for another episode uh, of GRE Bytes. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss on a future episode, let us know at stellargre at gmail.com. And if you're interested in either GRE prep or grad school consulting, check us out at stellargre.com as well. Talk to you soon.